Only posers don't listen. Hey everybody, it's me, Matthew, from the host of Only Posers Don't Listen podcast. I should have, we should have done a cool intro. Like we did with the YouTube, YouTube intro? You we keep go for it? we keep thinking of these ideas and then not doing them. <laughs> like we we had that great grand idea to like do new intros every time. I did something with Sarah once. She did a she did dad jokes, yeah, and then we're joke. do, yeah. <laughs> so we've been discussing dad jokes every time. Now basically the new intro is me complaining that we don't have intros. So <laughs> we can just. I mean, Shoehorn in the old YouTube intro <laughs> yeah. real quick. So anyway, because we don't have an intro, uh, we're going to, st- what is it? Our guests today are, fuck it, I quit. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming uh, out. Uh, what is it? You want to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Tim. I sing for Fuck It, I Quit. I'm George. I play guitar and make noises. I wouldn't call it playing guitar. Sure. <laughs> ignore ignore the third one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Paul. Drums and to be ignored, I guess. Yes. <laughs> okay. To be ignored. The last you'll hear me. <laughs> the last you'll... Okay. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming out and doing this. Uh, what is it? We, uh, it, we know it's very difficult to get these interviews set up. Uh, that's why we've been doing less of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let's get started. Um, what is it? Uh, base. Yeah. Well, let's start with um, how you guys were founded and when you started. I think it's like, I think it's three years. No, it's more than that. Is, is it? it? Yeah, I think so. I think it's three years at this point. I think it's it going might on be four. four. Yeah, I'm going four. I think it's going on four years. Yeah. But uh, after my last band broke up, so I was in a band called Ensign, and when we broke up, I had this idea to do a band that actually sounds exactly like Fuck It, I Quit. And I had asked Matt, the only guy who's not here, our bass player, because he's on tour with Hot Water Music right now. Awesome. <laughs> um, I had asked him if he would play bass, and Paul and I had played in a band uh, previous called Between the Wars. And so I asked Paul to play drums, and then we didn't ask George, <laughs> right? Well, I played bass. Bass. As the primary instrument. That's so, right, Yeah. yeah. Playing guitar was so we had, yeah eventually we asked George to play guitar and he wasn't a guitar player. <laughs> yeah, switch instruments. Yeah. Um, Transition isn't too weird though. No, no, yeah. no he was fine. really good at it. Yeah. It just took him a while to get confident yeah. that he could. He was oh, I'm a bass player. I'm not a guitar player, but I actually can't even picture you playing bass anymore. Which yeah, is weird. I, I wouldn't like it anymore. Guitar's <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm a bassist. I, I know how it goes. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a, it's been a few it's been a few years. Um, but one of the problems we run into is because Matt, who's not here, tours with both the Souls and Hot Water Music, he's gone a lot. Mm. So over the course of four years, we've recorded a bunch and toured Europe twice. Wow. But really wow. haven't done much in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that why you guys don't play that much? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would play, I think we would play a lot more if... Matt wasn't gone so much and it just so happens that sort of last year and this year were both anniversaries for both those bands like 30 for the souls and like an anniversary for one of the hot water records yeah it was 20 years so so both of those both of the bands are really like going for it so Matt's just gone (laughs) so it's like we have to figure out you know all right well we want to go to Europe for 
like 16 days. So mm-hmm. that takes a chunk of time. And then we just, you know, if we can play a show local, we play a show. It's just tough. I say you play a lot for local band. I mean, you don't, maybe you don't play as much as like school drugs or something like that. That <laughs> plays like, like every freaking like weekend. Band, yeah. yeah. But I, I've gone to a few shows and seen you guys like maybe like three or four times. Yeah. And like, uh, I feel like that happened more. I was probably there. Like I know one time I went to go see stag party mm. or something else. And then I no- noticed seeing it. And when she suggested you as an interview, I was like, Oh yeah, I've seen those guys like a mm. few times. They're awesome. Yeah, sure. So, like, you play more than some pe- people play. Like, there are a lot of bands that are local and don't have that excuse and don't play at all. Yeah, and I think we've been playing, we've been playing more lately. Yeah. Um, and the brewery's like, I mean, it's just awesome that we have access to that spot with everyone who's doing shows there. And now that it's got sort of like this weird built-in crowd, mm-hmm. that most of the shows are, are decent, no matter, like, really who's playing. So it's a good resource and there's lots going on. So we just, I mean, our issue really now is just like, if someone asks us if we're all around, we'll do it. And if, if we're not, then, you know, if Matt, if someone's away, then we just can't. And, but I do feel like recently we've played at least more than we have in like the last, you know, Last couple of years, yeah. we looked into replacing Matt with a, a robot, but it didn't work. A robot? <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's actually something that happened. <laughs> and is that like do you have any other supplies besides the brewery? Or you don't play enough to have a second? Supply? I mean, we don't. We don't. Really, I mean, really, you're. It's so weird because Europe is the place that we've been back to cities multiple times. And the last time we were over, we, we went up and we toured Finland and it was really, I mean, we did all these like cool Baltic countries, but Finland was just, it was awesome. And it's just weird to be a band that has, we have Asbury, we have like there, we played New York a couple of times and then Europe. So there's not, <laughs> oh, it's not, you know, we haven't even, we haven't gone south yet. Nope. No. We've we gone out, we we've gone out to the Midwest and yeah. up into Canada. Um but that was like three years ago now. Yeah, that was a while. Wow, was it that long? Yeah, because it was the night it was wow. when Trump got elected. Oh we God. were on tour. Oh. Don't okay. Yeah, Worst, we were we were on we were in Worst Detroit night, on election so night. Ways. Oh on election on night. Election okay. night. Yeah. In Michigan, so, right? In Michigan. Um, oh. and California's on the agenda. It's just again we have to coordinate it's weird europe just takes priority with us now because we just really like going yeah. so to get a week to go to california is like another week where we have to figure out when our bass players are around have you played many other places in new jersey besides asbury like have you played no. tom's river or new brunswick no. No. it's weird we we're, did it's, play just, one new brunswick it's just weird for yeah we have played new brunswick or trenton or well, what's the name of that place uh the, the house that we played the one that beach rats played at yeah uh e-block yeah, Elon. Yeah, I was at yeah. I was at that show. It's you know it's sort of weird for us because um, I think we don't really we don't really know where we fit in, and I think a lot of kids who do shows don't really know where we fit in, and so a lot of times like shows will get booked and and it's like I just don't think people would yeah. think to like ask us to play. I I. Th- 
that's an interesting point because I brought up to her before that like it's not that I think of some other band before you. It's that maybe because you haven't played as much mm-hmm. as some yeah, of these totally. other bands, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that band does exist. Yeah, like that yeah, is totally. a band, you know. Because it was it was a good suggestion on her part, but it wasn't something I instantly yeah. thought of, you know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's tough when you don't play a lot, and it's tough when you're musically you're a little weird. <laughs> I, guess. I guess. What do you consider yourselves? I mean, I just think we're a punk band. Okay. I mean, I think we're a hardcore band, but I think we're a punk band, and I don't really think the two are different anyway. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I like to think that we, I think that we can fit in with with anybody. I mean, and I don't really care. You know, I don't like give it a shit whether it's like, oh, does that work or not? But um, we have, like, it was a little weird when we played with 108. But we also just first started when we played the main weight show. We played with a veil. We did. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, like, that was good. I think yeah, it's, it's good to have a diverse lineup on a show. You don't want to hear the same yeah, genre yeah, and yeah. the same. It's a show and it's like five bands. It's the same group of friends. Yeah. And everything. Diversity is good at shows. Yeah. I mean, people are, we're all slaves to a genre to a little bit. Right. And I think that part of that is what makes them try to, I maybe make the lineup that way yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely part of that. But I mean, I know like, from when I used to go to shows when I was younger and I had a more uh, narrow view of what I wanted to hear, when I heard an off band or something kind of different, then I would start looking into that if it interested me. So, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But when you're a certain age too, it's like you've got like your focus on. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm old so my horizons have expanded. Yeah, but it's like too. when I was 18 or like 16, I was like, I like this. Yep. Full of vinegar. And I was like, (laughs) and then as I got a little bit older, I was like, I like it all. But I was like, there was a moment in my life was like, I like this and I don't want to know about anything else right now. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. And every other band has like their friends that they want to hook up. That's true. That's always like, that's always a factor. You know? Yeah. That happens a lot. The popularity contest is strong and hard. Yeah. (laughs) But it's fine. Cause like, you know, School Dogs is a great band, and they're on. Tons oh no, of totally! Shows, but they're on tons of shows. But it's cool. It's like they're not like a dull. You're not like oh my god, they sound like every other band. Like School Drugs is like no. you get why they're on. Like, yeah. and they're a band that can kind of play with. You know, they sound like adolescents and Dead Kennedys and right. a little bit of Circle Jerks, and they can kind of fit in with like just about anybody, and it's cool. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. So totally. it's like it's like that. You know, you get why like you know, and you also get why certain bands like get a lot of shows. You know, they're like good. You can put them on anything and no one's going to be like, you know, what is this? Yeah. Whereas if you put fuck it on, quit on like, I don't know, like a certain show, someone's going to be like, what? Yeah. Why, why really are they so angry? Yeah. I like what the fuck is I wrong with them? I like that though. Yeah. yeah. I do like that. Yeah. I think that just like the, he- if you really like that style of music, you like heavy music. So mm. you look for different palettes of that style. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where if you're somebody who doesn't normally look for heavy music at, at a certain degree you're like it's too heavy yeah. I don't get, I don't I get, get it, it. Yeah. or it's too fast or it's yeah. too this and it like f- school drugs is a little bit more I don't know how to put it like a little more palatable I mean they're melodic they're, they're like they have they're melody melodic, like they're yeah. melodic yeah and they're it's like, just yeah it's a little more palatable that's yeah. the best way to put it I mean the the whole thing with fuck it I quit is 
we set out to be like as abrasive as possible. You know, that was our that was our yeah. original it intent. Abrasive. And and when we write songs, we write songs. We're like, yeah, you know, like, okay, take the mosh part out. Yeah. Because people, like this? Cause yes, people are going to expect a mosh part. People are going to expect a mosh part, so just take it out, yeah. and we'll we'll play fast and then make some noise. Yeah. And that's it's like, but that's our you know that's what we uh, sort of set out to do is is be kind of weird and fast and abrasive and but heavy, but it's like a certain you know. I was talking to somebody when we played at the brewery like two, was it two weeks ago, and this woman was like, "Oh, I really like it. It sounds like." heresy and drop dead and she was like name dropping bands that we were like yeah that we were talking about when we were forming and i was like that's why you like it because you you have you have a history of listening to bands that are that that we're referencing in our music and if you've never listened to that kind of stuff you're gonna be like well where the fuck are the mosh parts and like that was that a song it lasted like 10 seconds yeah it, i was about to make a very similar comparison yeah totally yeah. And, I, and i and i and i get that but that was like what we set out to do like make it weird yeah it sounds like tragedy but faster yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, it sounds like fa- <laughs> it sounds like fa- fast ass that. tragedy. Yeah, like shorter songs. Because tragedy is the only like I love that band, and I remember the first time I saw them live. They're the only heavy band I've ever seen live where people like people didn't dance. People were like, "Shut the fuck up!" I'm trying to figure out how he does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like literally the audience is silent and kind of melodic. I was yeah. like expecting people to light a joint. Yeah, I mean, like I was like, damn, what the fuck is going on? And like, yeah, it you it was similar to that, but way faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I, I'll take a tragedy yeah. reference. I mean, yeah. I, I love tragedy. Tragedy yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and your newest album. My dad wanted me to say because yeah. <laughs> I asked him, like, do you have any questions for fucking Ike? Because like... you're like his favorite fan. <laughs> yeah. And he said that that album, actually, he said the album you guys just released is his favorite hardcore album released last year. Nice. I love your dad. Right, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Everyone does. I mean, he's got good taste. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah, we called yeah. for a while because we didn't. We had never introduced ourselves to each other. I was like, DRI guys here again. I was like, oh, DRI guys here again. And then eventually we started talking. My DRI hoodie, so it all works out. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was awesome because I. Feel like he I mean, was actually he, the first person that was like, oh, I like you guys. He liked it right from the start. I mean, yeah. The first show, he was like, Yeah, he always goes he out to like, see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, he wasn't at the show we played two weeks ago. And we were like, Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> why isn't he here? Yeah, was why isn't he here? Was <laughs> I don't remember why he wasn't there. But <laughs> I know why, because I drove to your house before. It's ridiculously far. <laughs> it is. It's way up north, right? Yeah. Oh my god! It's, it's the other Asbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I work at an animal sanctuary that's like right down the street from that other. Oh Asbury, really? And I always see the sign. It's like Asbury that way. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's far. It's like yeah. an hour and a half at least. Yeah, it was like an hour and fifteen, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, when I drove there. And then coming back, if you hit traffic, that I did. That it's like <laughs> two. Yeah, you're it's screwed. If you hit yeah, forget it. I've driven so many times. But the funny thing is we actually always listen to DRI on the way back. Yes. Like, it's great. And he always goes on about how much he loves music and wants to play music again, specifically because of DRI. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what yeah. do you play? What do I play? What, do, do, you, do, you what play? do you play? Yeah. Bass. 
Ooh. Uh, yeah. There we go. There we oh. go. Matt's out. Yeah, Matt's out. <laughs> Matt, if you're listening to this, you don't have to come back <laughs> from tour. Just, just maybe, stay where you are. Maybe we can play more shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his arm's working again, so. No, I forgot he was in a sling last time I saw him. Yeah. 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 Man. I guess, what's your, what about, what's up with your new album? I don't know, I mean, it came out. When did it come out? Did it come out? I mean, it's, They were in Prague for a while. Yeah. Just sitting there. Yeah, so the record release show is a little bit after the record actually came out, because we mm. did a split release with Atomic Action in Rhode Island and Refuse Records in Europe. Mm. Um, and the whole thing's like a little bit confusing, so I don't know, I mean... Uh, I know for, from my perspective that that record war ritual is, it's my favorite thing that I've ever musically been a part of. And I mean, and Ensign put out, my last band put out four LPs and a bunch of seven inches and toured a lot, but this one LP is sort of really kind of, it's everything I ever wanted to do. Like as a singer for a band and it came out like exactly how I, mm. I thought it was going to come out. We worked with Pete from the souls on it and it was just, the whole experience was really awesome. Um, and we're just really stoked on it again. It's like another issue of like, we want to play way more because we really like the record and, and uh, you know, I feel like we're going to go to Europe and come back and be like, all right, let's record like another one. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I mean, that's just the other thing is we like these guys like to write, and so when Matt's around, like they'll just start writing again. And before I know it, like I'll have to write like a whole have to write record with lyrics again. Yeah. Like <laughs> Jeez. Whatever. But I mean, I I, I I love it. I mean, and and I, I feel like now, uh, after the last two shows we played in Asbury, it was cool. Like people were actually coming out to like see us play, which was surprising. Because I was like, no one is ever really, yeah. other than your dad, I was like, no one is yeah. willingly ever going to come out to see us play. Yeah, there's your one fan in the house. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, that last show we played, uh, that with yeah, Hundreds of Owl, yeah. that was like, people came out and were like, oh yeah, I came out to see you guys play. And I was like, okay, weird, but cool. For sure. <laughs> you know? Like you said with Palatable, like my, the last, Ensign was, that was like a pal. Yeah, I remember Like an easy them. to digest hardcore band. Yeah, I remember you know? So it's like, it's like, I got why people liked us or whatever people did yeah you know, this cool. it's like i really appreciate people who, who like it because i feel like you got to work a little bit at liking it <laughs> yeah gotta, it's more my, it's more my style personally mm. yeah i agree i agree that's a good way of putting it yeah I like you just that. gotta sit with it a little bit and you know and i only think we're gonna get like weirder and well, i do yeah, we'll i do feel coming. that the lp is more since we're using the word palatable I think okay. it's the easiest release we have to understand. I mean, it actually... The newest actually, one? Yeah. Okay. It actually sounds good. The I recording think, is awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. All the recording is so awesome. But I even think some of the song structure is like... There's a couple songs more, that are a little more hardcore. Yeah, a little more hardcore. We have some of those old... Like, I like the new American Norm. Kind of yeah. yeah. I like that song a lot. Um, yeah. And then we got like... We, we rip off Neurosis a little bit. A little bit. So it's like... We're trying, <laughs> you know. When you do a full end, though, we got... There's so much more different things you can kind of explore with. When yeah. we're doing EPs, it was kind of like keep it as short and weird yeah, as possible. Totally. I think that all hardcore albums should be EPs. 
<laughs> Basically, like it does even like it was yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think that there is so, no. Oh, there like there are very intro. few full There's... length albums in heavy music that are really beginning to the end perfect. I mean, yeah. I just don't have it in me to sit through a four minute song anymore. <laughs> like if it's a metal band, if it's a, a like a legitimate metal band, I'm like, yeah, play a f- right. fucking fifteen minute song. I'm cool with it. But I can't sit through a hardcore band. No offense to anybody, like no offense yeah. to anybody doing it. Like do what you want to do, but I can't sit through like a four and a half minute hardcore song, which is just like a part waiting to put a mosh part in, right. waiting to put like a shouted group vocal part. I'm All like, positive. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, is this song still playing? Yeah. It should have ended like two minutes ago. Because it's a pop. It's become a rhythm, like they do pop songs, like how they write pop songs. Yeah, like there's, there's a structure. A there's a structure. There's a rhythm and structure. There's a formula. There's a formula. And the, yeah, and that's like the style of music you're doing. They just that's there's not no formula. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's kind of cool because you might get tricked and you might throw in a mosh part at yeah. something. And I love Maybe. it when you guys do it for like ten yeah. seconds. <laughs> so it's like not yeah. enough to get anybody to really dance. I love that shit. <laughs> I, I mean, we see a bunch when we go to Europe. We see kids. Like getting ready, and then they're like, oh, they're like, oh, yeah. we pull the rug <laughs> out from under. Damn, oh, American, no. damn American band, they yeah. play mosh part. I just, yeah, I like to dance a lot at shows. It's half of why I go in a in a way, uh, but or a big reason why I go. But I definitely enjoy a band that I can enjoy. I mean, I'm yeah. cool. I'm cool with whatever anybody wants to do. Yeah, that's yeah. like I'm not. I'm not gonna be like, oh, no. you're not. Don't dance. Like, but you're gonna have to like sort of spaz I mean, out a little bit to yeah, like dance to some of our stuff. Yeah, you know? there's different. Yeah, different that's things. always cool though. Um, I know we have some more questions. What is your favorite song to play live? Yeah, but I guess did you just answer that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. We all have different ones. Okay. And tell all of us what which ones I mean, you individually like. Actually, it was probably good your dad didn't come because we took out. Oh, his we favorite. did take out his favorite we song. We took out his favorite song. Oh, really? Which song's that? Carpe. Carpe Noctum, I think yeah. he said that to me, That's but I didn't his... write it down. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to play it. We saw he wasn't there. We're like, <laughs> right. then we won't. Right on the fly. <laughs> no, I'm trying to say. No. So, I don't know. I really like, uh, I really like still. I mean, I like New American Normal a lot, but I yeah. like 20 Minutes of Action a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, they have... I just like I listen to I've heard the albums when they were released like he gets every time something gets released mm. in town and stuff I really do try to sit down and listen to it uh, just for the podcast alone and just out of my own interest but I re-listened to it the past two days and that mm. the American Normal uh, was the one song that kept jumping at me and Human Virus mm. I actually do the, like playing Human Virus I yeah. like Human Virus Human Virus like, like just I kept being like you know what I'm gonna listen to this again <laughs> you know, I also like the really insanely short ones, but that's just me because that's sort of like ripping off the first Napalm Death record yeah. is is where like a lot of that stuff came from. And, and I'm, I, fi- I'm fine with six second songs. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really, like to I just mean, they're fun to write. I like to give myself an aneurysm by screaming for six seconds <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I like it. But we keep the. It's funny because we keep the set like this one's not working. We'll put this in. This one's not working. And now we started to experiment more with noise, uh, really trying to like make the the music like bursts of insanity and then like noise. Um, and sort of like even the intro has kind of like we're playing around with like industrial stuff a little bit, like just like yeah. real tinny drums and just to try and see what we can do live. Yeah, we, I mean, you just got to constantly try new things. And we've and got a lot of weird you know. ideas about yeah. what our live set is going to become. Cool. So. That's cool. 
Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, who's your favorite local band to play with? I re- well, I mean, obviously, like, school drugs, but they get too much attention anyway. So, screw <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really liked, uh, I really liked playing with Jell. That was, that was amazing. amazing. They were, they were cool. It's also um, hard to say because we've only played, like, we've probably only played, like, five or six local shows, right? I mean. And I do like playing with Stag Party. Just because. Oh, yeah. Swank. Well, swank, yeah. Just because yeah, Swank. Shit. Do you guys um, have a favorite band to play with, like, in general? I mean, Avail was. <laughs> pretty much the high that was yeah, that, that was, was the cool. high point and yeah it's definitely, definitely, gonna... definitely the high point well when we started too we, we played a bunch of shows with your eye which is weird we did right off the bat <laughs> at, we at one point they were the band that we had played with the most we yeah. were at like 10 shows and like five of them were tri shows or yeah i mean the veil show was we'll get to play with cool bands i'm sure and we've played with cool bands in europe like just small local mm-hmm. bands but the avail show was kind of i think for all of us was that's just, that was just special like, yeah <laughs> And what are your overall feelings about the New Jersey music community? Mm, it's tough because it's it's so sort of spread out and and sick. Like there's all these little scenes that sort of exist. Yeah, this is going to go into my next question. I'm really, you know, I understand sort of the the at like the shore Asbury scene. Like I get I, I get it, and I feel like we're connected to it. But I know there's also like a lot going on in New Brunswick still, and I don't know. Any, I don't know anything about it. And I know there's stuff going on down in Tom's River. Uh-huh. And I know, you know, North North Jersey, there's stuff going on. It's just such a big state that I feel like the scenes are so localized now. And it's like, I just don't, outside of like what's going on around here, I don't, God, that makes me sound out of touch. Well, no, it doesn't. Well, I don't know, I don't know like, what's going on. I, I think I think that actually doesn't make you sound out of touch at but all. But I think I, this was one of the things that I said about doing this podcast, and that Sarah reached out because she's so in touch with. You always said we could get younger people. Yes, to like yeah. our old yes. ass band. <laughs> We're our PR older guys. <laughs> for a younger We're older guys. So no, but I think the podcast and Sarah are involved in a lot of different. You tell our, us what the good little scenes are. Our audience you know I mean? is so we mostly can go younger and older. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. usually like, it's mostly like 16 yeah. year old, 17 year old girls, and 35 year old men. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and my dad. And, yeah. <laughs> but that's like, you know, I mean, it would be cool to like, I mean, you know, when I was younger, I was listening to him singing Ensign. And, okay. I mean, that's your problem. That, you know, <laughs> I was going to his How old are all of you, if you don't mind me asking? Sounds like you mind me asking. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm 49. What do we oh, okay. tell you the average age? I'm, 30, I'm 35. I mean, it's so fine. It's, it's, it's fine. I like, you know, I mean, for the scene that I, like, my peers, like, because my wife and I came up in New York, like, that scene, like, we're still, like, the young, like, all of our friends are, like, four and five years, they're, like, in their mid-50s. So I'm like, oh, I'm 49! <laughs> yeah. But then you get, like, around, like, you know, you get around another age demographic, and you're like, that's 49? <laughs> it's like, grow up. And you're still like, so angry. Like, why? Get out of a... Don't do a hardcore band. Like, you should, you know. But Yeah. 
I think it's awesome. And I think what you said before was actually the total opposite of saying like you're you're not in touch. You sounded really in touch. Like a lot of people's answers when we I know. Because you're yeah. aware that it's out there. Yes. Right? And you're not just like, oh, this is only what's going on. Yeah, a like lot only of Asbury is what's going on. Like well, you're aware that there's other things going on. So that's very much so. Like that's what I get out of a lot of people's answers is they focus either where they are right. or they right have a blanket statement about how it was when they were young mm. or mm. they have some other attitude that it just doesn't exist yeah. that like what right. i'm doing is i'm glorifying what they were all part of or what i was part of when i was young and the so are all of us and we're not there's nothing yeah, yeah. really I'm good that i used to hate that when i was young when people would I, be like i still very much hate when, it when, <laughs> you know it was better in my day and you I, that always stuck with me how awful of an attitude that was and i always mm-hmm. remember saying i never want to be that guy at a show who's like the older guy like oh your music is horrible and back then we had it right yeah i mean i think you just gotta always remember that no matter like how old you are or how like sort of even disconnected you come from the hardcore scene you make a statement like that, you're negating the fact that somewhere in the country right now, there's a small little scene uh, that's everything to the kids that yeah. are involved in it. The, the bands, it's like getting them through like Absolutely. shitty times in their lives. And, and like you can't negate, you can't be like, oh, like it, what, it wasn't as good as it was in 1986. And someone yeah. will be like, I wasn't even fucking born yet. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know, or it's, it's like, you know, or whatever because it's that's the nature of like punk rock like it's it's meant to be sort of that uh that it exists in sort of all these little not bubbles but all these different places and it's as important to the people that live where it's where that scene is actively happening and you have to like wherever you live you have to acknowledge that like yeah that's going on all over the place like you can't just think like, oh, Asbury is the only place that's got a scene. It's like, like, what are you nuts? It's like, it's like there's scenes all over the place. I think it's also sometimes people have an attitude where they want, they have an image of what they want punk to be. Mm. And if things don't fit it, they just deny. Yeah, totally. And I, and I, and I think that I've even done that in the past. I mean, everybody when does. I, when I was younger, especially where I was like, no, this isn't this, it's yeah. this. And now I realize it's way more than one thing. Yeah. And that it's kind of awesome that it's more than one thing because I can have this or this or this. You know, I can go to different kinds of shows. And yeah. And what you said before about like it, there being different like pockets and all those areas, like that, the last thing that anybody has ever said to me when I asked that question, most people are like, oh, well, there's something here, maybe. Or there used to be something yeah. there. And that's the attitude I get from most older people. So including in emails and in comments. So, well, yeah, mean, you know. You know what, like, really, like, opened my eyes to that was when when Ensign was touring, the, like, we would do the whole United States. And that's just the way you did it. You, like, you didn't, you know, and we would go to these little tiny towns. And I'd, I'd be like, well, what, what is this fucking town? Like, is anybody going to show up? And there'd be, like, 80 kids losing their mind with like and like four cool local bands and it was just and i would think i was like this is just as important to them as when i go home to new york and and see a show at cb's it's no different except there's like 600 people showing up to the show at cb's but these like 50 or 80 kids like this is everything to them you know and so as you get older your perspective might change but that doesn't 
That doesn't change. There's still some little town somewhere that's got like a couple of bands and a scene and it's everything to those kids. And, you know, you deny that and then you're just sort of like, then what's the point in being in like a punk rock band? What's the part of trying to be something that's supported to be like community based, right? And bigger, something bigger than just being in a band, right? It's supposed to be part of like a big community just saying like, no, it's just what we've got going on here and really nothing else is, you know, going on or, or matters. I think the uniqueness of it is really cool too. Like what yeah. you're saying, like I really like that I live in a state where like there's Shore style and there's Asbury Punk and there's yeah. people and Perth Amboy and, and New Brunswick and people that want to kind of represent their area. Yeah. And there's almost like a camaraderie, but a rivalry in it where like we all want to represent that we're good and we're we're about this but nobody hates anybody no. nobody like there's no there's no actual dislike like i will argue with nashad left and right about <laughs> brunswick and asbury park, uh, park just because it bothers him <laughs> but, well, but, yeah, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with fucking with people but, but like it's i don't and i but i have nothing but respect for him and it's like that's fun mm-hmm. i think that makes it fun and i i like the concept like you said like i like that even though there might be 50 kids in like some random town that they're kind of, we're all part of that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, oh, there's connected. like 50 of us in this random town. Yeah. <laughs> and know? it's funny because it all goes back to like the first, like it, it, all of this goes back to Minor Threat and goes all the way up to whoever yeah. the newest band is playing now is. And it's all part of like, like to use like, a, a, like to use the word lineage or whatever, but it like started with this, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop with that. It just, goes through all the way up to like some band that's got their first band practice tonight. Yeah. And absolutely. and all of those scenes and all of the music and everything is just totally interconnected. You're part of a dynasty that's passed yeah. down by children. <laughs> yeah. Children yeah, totally. in the eighties yeah. started a, a, an art music community that they passed down in lineage to each yeah. other. Yeah. And you're part of that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what's not cool about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. And now Brian from Minor Threat lives in yeah, yeah, yeah. down here and he's in Asbury all the time. I see him at parties sometimes <laughs> and people take photos with him. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's you know. But yeah, that all that stuff. And it, yeah, and it is cool. Like, yeah, his wife's her Manasquan or something. Yeah. Somebody told yeah, me that. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that. I never had a party. Somebody was like, yeah, she's originally from Manasquan or something. And one of the guys from Black Flag is originally from Asbury Park. Uh, Dez, I think. Or something. Yeah, one of them, yeah. yeah. Well, Somebody told me that. Too. He moved out there when he was four. His family moved from here, from there, uh, from Asbury Park when he was four to California. I mean, Danny DeVito's from down here. Yeah. yeah. Abbott, uh, <laughs> Bud Abbott is from uh, Asbury Park. <laughs> <laughs> Covering him soon, and he'll bring up like any chance he gets. Nice. Right. <laughs> Bud Abbott's from Asbury Park. I don't I understand. But where's Costello from? He's from Patterson. Okay. And there's a statue of him in Patterson, All but right. there isn't See, a statue of Bud Abbott in Asbury. There should be. I'm just, I just saying. Something. <laughs> yeah. He's from Patterson. They're both from New Jersey. Um, what is it? Um, what's your coolest venue to play in Europe? Or you've played? I mean, this year was we we played, we played a nuclear oh God. fallout shelter no. built into this built into a mountain that, that had been decommissioned and turned into like art and rehearsal spaces. But all of the 
we loaded in through the side of a mountain and went through tunnels that were dug in in the earth. That was literally the coolest yeah, I thing ever. I think I was driving. We couldn't find it. We were driving in a forest. We couldn't find it. And the guy's like, the guy's like, yeah, it's here. It's here. It's like, there's a fucking mountain. And I'm just like, where? And they're like, pin drop it. And I'm like, you're here. I'm like, yeah, it was, it was really just like, he's like, look for two doors. And there's like two doors in the side of a mountain. Like painted the same color as the mountain. I feel like we're going home. (laughs) (laughs) This is how horror movies start. (laughs) It was cool. Like it was welcoming. It felt great. Like you imagine living there and like you're one of those bands you get to practice there. That sounds awesome. And then like you know there's a show and like a bunch of people came. It was it was so cool. I mean, I've been I've played some weird places like supermarkets and supermarkets. Yeah, like but but this was like. It was the coolest and the weirdest. And then there's like, you know what there is in Europe? We played really, a really cool coffee shop in Finland that Finland was, was like good. really uh, pro-trans, LGBTQ mm-hmm. friendly. Uh, Had a big it, library it, in It there. was just really, it was really neat space. It felt really like welcoming and, and the show was amazing. And uh, yeah, there's like so many cool venues in Europe and we've been lucky enough to play. Wow. We don't play um like a ton of, we don't play like a ton of clubs. No, we sometimes usually wind up we wind yeah, up in like weird venues. Like a like a bomb shelter or like yeah. a yeah. coffee yeah. shop or like yeah. a, or like a squat, like a anarchist. Yeah. And and that's kinda that's, that's kinda awesome. cool. Yeah. But I feel like in Europe, maybe more in Europe than here, it's like we play and after we play, people come up mm. and ask about argue, well, argue. <laughs> that's or, more of a function of alcohol. What do they argue or ask it about? Ask about what it's we're a, it's, singing it's just, about or what? But I think that's cool in a way. Oh, it's they like, argue with you about the lyrics. Yeah, European or, like hardcore has always been like more. The people are more apt to come up and. Well, what do you mean by? But like you I said, that's this cool. What? Like, yeah, it can be. Yeah, I think except it's for that like, dick at the squat, I wanted be, yeah. to kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was... he wanted to like argue, and he was so wasted that he couldn't argue with me. Right. That was interesting. And I was I like, mean, okay. dude, you're not. That's not arguing. We can't time. argue. <laughs> and I didn't speak German, and he barely spoke English. So there was not <laughs> yeah, that really, is not ever there was good. not really yeah. an argument. It was just. I him. mean, but it, those are the worst arguments. But I don't mind. We were playing in. Yeah, I don't... An old squat, like... Yeah, you know, but you, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, but I think that's, like, for me, like... I don't know. Like, music for me, and especially this band, has, like, a different... I don't know. I guess, like... This music for me was very, like, life-changing. Like, Paul was there. Like, me and Paul grew up together. Like, we went to high school, right? I'd say high school yeah, together. Same. Yeah, we went to high school. <laughs> but, like before this like we grew up in a small town and like i listened to his band and i i was like a hardcore you know hardcore kid you know not so much a punk kid more of like you know straight edge hardcore kid but um for me this music was because before this i was just like you know this brown kid that lived in a town with not many brown people at all what maybe one other brown kid (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, in school, I was supposed to play basketball. They yelled at me because I didn't play on the football team and all this stuff. And, you know, when I saw, like, what hardcore was about and everyone getting together, I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, this is cool. Like, you could look, like, weird, (laughs) angry, you could be sad, you know. But once you get and you see this band, like, everyone. So, like, you know, and I dealt with, like, racism firsthand. You know, I've got spit on. I've been called the N-word. In Europe, it was in a little, Europe? Europe was a little really? weird, you know, kind of a oh. couple of weird things. Yeah. But I used to get chased home by, remember that fucking yeah. this dude from school, he used to call me N-word and chase me home. And so like, for me, hardcore was like, the whole racism like thing was like, I felt like I was invincible when I'd go to a show, you know, like I grew up listening to Ensign, Vision, you know, bands like that. I was like, I would go to a Vision show and just go berserk and like i knew no one's gonna fight me there because like we're all there for the same reason you know i could go crazy and just like so i feel i get that same feeling like with this band like i feel invincible in any situation with these guys like like i said there was a little hairy situation with some nazis in europe two years ago and like i didn't like care you know that's why we do the band. You know, that's one of the yeah. reasons why we do the band. Like George hated Nazis. it when he first joined, though. He's like, what is this music we're playing? Oh, okay. Doesn't sound like Ensign. <laughs> Doesn't sound start like Ensign. Let me start off. Okay. So I'm a bass player. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> you know. You sure you don't want to edit this out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bass player. And then they want me to play this crazy style of guitar that, like, I didn't grow up listening to. But I pulled it off. Yeah, yeah pull it off yesterday. definitely I, mean, I agree yeah, you exactly. definitely pulled it off you're not no, terrible but on, uh, but, uh, we were talking about the, the new record but you know recording that with Pete from the Souls he really made me feel comfortable yeah anybody out there doing a record like, like go work with Steinkoff like anybody, I don't know he's, like he's I don't know what awesome. I'm doing on yeah. guitar and I'm like playing a part and I do like this crazy long pick slide he's like that was rad <laughs> I'm like really like you're hyped on like pick slides and pinch harmonics you know like, so it like made me feel comfortable yeah. you know what i mean it's not like what the hell are you doing like that's not how you that's not a chord you know, <laughs> you know like cause i don't know what i'm doing but he was like you know super into it but i think writing that record really pushed all you know a lot of us like paul worked really hard on the drums matt the bassist like I found him super vocals. artistic. No, I think Tim's vocals were the, <laughs> the most passionate, like that you've ever had. And like, I love Anson. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but I think your vocals on this record were. Yeah, they're pretty good. Amazing, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Without auto tune or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> yeah, I guess that leads into the next question: Is what's the message of your music? I mean, we definitely have an agenda. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, that was from the get go when we started, you know. I mean, we got I, tired of, I mean, what was like the thing like, I mean, my singing about my the bra- scene. Yeah, my breaking point like, was, was, there's was more. people my age, so old, people my age, still, do, still doing bands, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Being my age, still doing bands, but singing about 
the fucking scene and like <laughs> how straight edge you are and how much credibility you have. <laughs> Gavin progressed. And I'm like, and I'm like, the world is literally burning to the fucking ground. And all you can think about at 40 something years old is like, I'm in the scene and I'm straight edge and this is how much cred I have. So from the get go, I was like, this band is going to be so far to the other side of that. And our agenda was going to be about animal rights, earth rights, human rights. And it was going to be sort of uncompromising in the way that we presented it. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely, I think we keep, we keep going. We keep trying to figure out new ways to push it in that direction and be really unapologetic about it. It's not, It's weird because somebody asked me one time, I was like, well, don't you feel like you're going to alienate a bunch of people? Or you're telling a bunch of people to like, sort of like, go fuck it. And I'm like, well, no, not really. Because it's not like, really what we're trying to do is sort of like inform and, and put it out there in, in a really sort of forceful way. And, but it's, it's not, I don't feel like, I don't know. Maybe it is alienating to some people. Maybe, you know, if you're not, if you're not vegan, if you're not like, I don't know, you might come see us and be like, Jesus Christ, like the, the fucking banners they're hanging, like the stuff that they're saying, the stuff, you know, I don't know. But we, we had to like, sort of like put a flag down and be like, this is where we stand. And this is what we're about. And, and we're not going to a certain way. Why not? And we're not going to apologize for it. You know, and it's like, about, you, know? you know, and it, but it, it doesn't mean that we're like, oh, you know what? You eat meat, like don't come to our show. You do this. Like, it, it's fine. But just understand that we've got, there is an agenda behind this band. And we keep trying to figure out like, you know, we keep talking about like, well, how can we push it live that, you know, and now we're talking about like maybe working with like projections and like all this sort of other stuff to just sort of like keep, pushing the message that we that we have you know because it's really important to the four of us you know that that the animal agriculture and animal rights are directly tied to what's going on with the environment and all that's tied into human rights and so we just sort of see it as this is our way to like try and give our opinion on on how you can fix things or try to make things better i don't see it as alienating I eat meat. I see it as uh, starting a conversation. I mean, that's the other yeah. thing. Like, hopefully it does, you know. And we would love that. We would love more people. Like, I like. I remember growing up going to shows and there'd be all sorts of, like, pamphlets. Like, vegetarian. No, it was more vegetarian for me when yeah. I was going to shows. Like, vegan seems more, like, newer, you know. I, I mean, I was vegetarian for 20 years. Um but I remember going to shows and getting pamphlets to go vegetarian, you know, all these kind of stuff. And then it kind of just like disappeared, like, you know, like. Yeah, like activism disappeared. Yeah, activism, like, like, I remember going to shows at the wetlands, and, you know, that place was like awesome, like, and seeing all that. Yeah, all that type of activism stuff. And then it kind of just like disappeared and became like. Why do you think that is? I think people fell into the formula that we were talking about. Yeah, just think, writing think... music for entertainment. Yeah. Okay. Where that wasn't. Instead of activism and education, it's just like more like let's start a band, and that's that's cool. Like me and Paul talked about starting a band that we could just yeah. 
mosh, you know what I mean? It's like a fun band, but like I think a lot of bands were created of like, let's make, you know, let's make a part, let's make a band for our friends so our friends totally. could come and, you know, go off. And that's cool, you know, that's, that's totally, great. A, you know, definitely. that's, yeah, that's great. It's like, but at the same time, like, why are like, you know, like, there's so many people that have such a bigger audience, like, you know, I'm talking about like mainstream music that don't spread any sort of I think of people got tired either, of Rock you know? Against Bush albums. Mm. <laughs> that's what I think I honestly think that that like that era of punk ruined punk for us a little bit because it didn't bring in a new audience mm. and the audience it brought in were like corporized kids that just mm. thought it was fun to dislike the president but didn't know why and that's all and that and they came along with all of the politics because I agree with you like I was introduced to veganism and all of that and the, that political mind frame mm through punk rock yeah and I, I was vegan for six years up until i got my diagnosis and I had to change my diet but uh i would have kept that diet and would like to go back to it you know but uh it's it, it's yeah that's i never really thought about how it disappeared yeah it's like well, i mean i think a lot of bands just you know they also don't it always hardcore doesn't and punk doesn't always have to be as serious as what we're doing and i get that like Murphy's Law, like, I mean, they're awesome, right? It's like, it's, it's like, it's like, but so, so sometimes some bands just want to be like, yeah, we're just, we're just a hardcore band and here's, our lyrics aren't necessarily the most sort of earth shattering, heavy topics in the world. And that's awesome too. But I do feel like, yeah, I feel like there was an ear where everyone was like, oh, like we're involved in politics. We're understanding all of the bands were like some way touching on like politics. And then sort of started to fade away and then I I just think you know I also think a lot of people as they form bands are like well we don't want to be polarizing like we want to be liked like and I get that like we want to we want to make hardcore music that people are going to come out to see and enjoy and it's like yeah great you know and fuck it I quit sits and we write a record we're like I want to make music that makes people not want to be in the room like <laughs> it's like I mean, yeah I mean we like how we played shows where one person likes us, and we're like, all right, that's mission So like somebody in the room understood. I what's mean, we going played on, that show in great. Finland where everybody walked out. Oh, at the club, yeah, yeah, that, that was interesting. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, that was but cool. It was like <laughs> a, it was like a good time. Like all the other yeah. bands were like good time party bands. Oh, uh, okay. And it was someone's birthday, and they're like, "Yeah, put fuck it, I quit on last at the good time party band." We went on like. We went out like two in the morning, and everybody in the everybody in the venue walked outside. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the one moment where I don't want to." That was like an actual venue. Probably got paid the most. Yeah, Yeah. probably. Yeah, Yeah. it was my least favorite show by far. That's so fun. By far, I would. I'd rather not have the money. But I don't fault anybody for what they want to do. Like, if you want to do like a jokey, like fun hardcore band. Far be it for me to like be pissy about it, like you know, it's like the, it has to. Everything has to have like a, a place in in what we do, like as people in a punk community. So you know, there's room for everything, but there, it also just gets a little bum out when you feel like, well, isn't there's got to be more people that want to say something? Again, the world is fucked up, like. Where, you know, we need a couple of bands that are going to be like, yeah, the world is fucked up. Let's either fix it or burn it down and start over again. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. But I, think I people are passing more information around on the internet now too. I mean, back in the nineties, there was no internet. You yeah, that's why pamphlet. you had pamphlets. And so it's just a whole different. I had this conversation with somebody recently yeah. about shows when I was younger. They're like, "How did you know?" Like about about a show, <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> like I was I like, I was like, I've been doing them. this long. If someone hands you a physical flyer now, you're like. Really? Like, I hold on that, to them. Just through the but, Facebook uh, group. I don't need it. You yeah, know? but yeah, there would no. There was a good period of time where just people weren't doing the flyers because right. we were, you know, like when my when Facebook yeah. first took off. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy to think that yeah, you'd write someone's name number, number on it yeah. on the flyer, and you'd have like somebody who was old yep. enough yeah. who had a phone that you could call. You we toured flyer, with a, we toured in a van with a map. Yeah, and and a map and, and, and payphones, and you'd roll into town with like an address, and you'd have to try and like figure. Yeah. But all the shows happened. Right. I don't know how. I don't know how it happened. I look back on like, children. How, children like, a, how did are we it. not dead? And B, how did it wind up happening? So I right. mean, you know. But in the same way, we have GPS and not maps, and we have the Facebook. Yeah, so information is information easily not being disseminated. That shows. I don't know if it's necessary that. It's so much less political now, but just it's a byproduct of just being in the information age. Yeah, maybe everyone's more political, but th- it, their understanding of it comes from like right. they don't need to pick up a pamphlet off the. Yeah. Plus, it's a waste of paper. I feel like people just pop politics or popularity. Like if something is in the 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 main, if the if your town is on fire, that's what people are talking yeah. about. If this guy got caught doing this, yeah. that's what right. people are talking about. It's like moment to moment. Yeah. And it's a, it's hard. It, even myself, I get caught up in it where like you hear, you, you go on to this vacuum where everyone's posting to even just do post about our stuff. And like, I get caught up in, yeah, talking easy. about yeah. some celebrity that died or some some other thing that I'm like honestly in the and at the end of the day I probably don't care about mm, like yeah. I, I actually would ha- the conversation I would have with you regardless if we agreed or not about uh you know the earth falling apart or something is probably a way more important it is yeah, a more yeah, important yeah, subject yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. for some reason that's not Everyone the conversation gets in like a time suck though it's yeah. hard it's just I feel like going to shows for so many people is for nowadays, especially is like, okay, the phone is down. Right. I'm not recording this. I'm yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. dance or listen to this band or enjoy this. And if that's what your music's about, then that's cool. But like, that's not like, I don't right. have to hear my aunt's opinion on your music yeah, commented yeah, yeah, under yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Or, I think a lot of entertainment's like that now. I think people are, almost more political now it's everywhere like totally big business and media is politics and the the whole divisive nature of politics so i think a lot of times now people go to a show or any kind of entertainment they don't want to hear it because they've heard it everywhere else now it so it's also i think that plays into it a little bit it's hard to turn it off even like when you go to see your entertainment your entertainment reflects all of that stuff and you're just like no please (laughs) in my opinion music should uh, it doesn't have to but for our community, I think whatever your politics are, it should be kind of in the music. Totally. It's not like going to see some kind of other form of entertainment where you yeah. just kind of turn your brain off and get away from it. I mean, we went to see Bob Mould the other night from Husker Du, and uh, so he good. played uh, a solo uh, electric show, and we went and saw him play in Pencil- in Bethlehem. And he, awesome. he was talking about... Uh, he was talking about left politics. He was like, you know let's get Trump out of office to set and everything. And he was, there was like people in the back corner, like 
shouting insult, like, fuck you, shut up. Like, and he was like, what are you, but the coolest thing was like, <laughs> Bob's like, you know what, what do you not understand about me being a gay man in the eighties, how horrible it was <laughs> and how I never want to go back to that. And the people that were making the decisions back then are still making the decisions now. He's like, shut up. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a room full of like, adult, like I felt young. And Bob Mould is like just telling us, he's like, shut up. <laughs> like, what part of like me don't and my politics don't you understand? I was like, this is fucking awesome. And if you don't like it, you can yeah, leave. Yeah, and, he, and, and he was like, he's like, I'll pay you. Back. He's like, I'll pay you to leave if you don't like it. Like, That's like, fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. But it was like, awesome. it was a case of like you said, people were like, those people were like, I just want to go and see this guy play this dinner theater yes. and like not have to hear about, I don't want to hear any lefty politics. And the minute Bob said something, this guy was like, fuck you. And it was like, and Bob was like, yeah, no. And it was yeah. rad. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck yeah. I was oh, like, so throw him out. Throw him out. Throw him out. Throw him all out. Tim was stood up. He was ready to throw him out. He was ready to turn some tables over. Oh, throwing a table. That's always fun. At a dinner theater. It was a at a dinner event. theater. Yeah, it was a dinner theater. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that the. Yeah, I'm not saying they're right. You know, because you know, if that's what you want to say in your art, you should. You know, definitely. And that guy deserves to get fucking kicked out. He's an idiot. But, but I get the idea. Like, not. I don't get the idea of this fucking asshole. Yeah, right? me either. But, but I get the idea of like wanting to turn it off for a minute because I think all of us like it's just everywhere. It's like I can't. I get so consumed with like if, if the news pops on or I'm just like and then my wife comes in she's like what like fucking turn it on like <laughs> yeah you're, and I'm like oh because it just weighs on it so I get it if you're like I just want to go and I want to I don't want to deal with politics but you know it's the artist right Bob Mo wanted to say something yeah. and, and so you know fuck you shut up like, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally like or leave, you know. So sometimes you're gonna. It's not gonna go your way. You're gonna. You're not gonna get just like that. Someone's gonna say something. So fuck it. Yeah, man. I totally agree with all of that. Do we have any more questions, Sarah? Um, or are we at our ending questions? The last one is where did the name "fuck it I quit" come from? I mean, I know the answer, but <laughs> Wait, you know the answer? The answer? I don't. My dad told me it came from a quote from somewhere. Maybe your, he made up. Your dad's making some shit up, I think. <laughs> your, dad, is. your dad's in the bank. That's hilarious if your dad's just going around making up rumors. Because <laughs> I'm going to start that tomorrow. No, there's a scholastic no, death song. specifically about them. Oh, I'm just going to do it about other bands. No, it's not. There, there, there's a scholastic death song, but it's not that. It's uh, a good question. It just, when we were kicking around name ideas, for some reason it... I just got a text one day, like the band's called Fuck It I Quit. Yeah, like, something cool. happened when we were no trying idea. to name the band. band's and name I was is like, two sentences. Fuck It I Quit. <laughs> and then sort of in retrospect, I was like, oh man, I kind of wish we went with a different name. I like it. I mean, I like it too, but it's, it's A, it's weird because like half of our adult friends are like, I'm not wearing a t-shirt that says fuck on it. Oh my I'm God. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I get it. <laughs> and and sometimes I'm like, I'm like, ah. It's like, oh, maybe, what if we had a different name? Would it would like would it? Oh, we'd be huge with a different. Oh yeah, name. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's the. Other that's what's holding us back. The name. I say the same thing about TikTok. I'm like, it's the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like. It's not. It, I think it just there was like a couple of things we were kicking around, mm -hmm. and then something happened. And I was like, I went in to see Matt because he works at Cafe Vol, and I was like, 
yeah, fuck it, I quit. And Matt's like, okay. And then <laughs> these guys are like, this is the name of the band. And it like sometimes sums up like just like that sort of like, oh, fuck. There was nothing harder than naming a band. That's, that's harder than writing the songs and, and everything. Nothing yeah. harder. That's, that's... It's 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 some people who don't like to be in bands' favorite pastime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're not, if you've never been in a band in your life, you have a list of band in your fucking phone. I know you do. All right, that's like the most basic ass girl thing to do. I, when I was in high school, every girl I knew had like a list, uh, 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 like in their notebooks or something of band names. I'm like, you don't know how to play an instrument. Like, learn the instrument, then meet three other people that know how to play them. There's a great George Carlin book where he has a whole couple pages of just band names. Oh, really? I gotta read that. I forget which George Carlin book it is. Oh. I always wanted to have a, a band that picked the name from that. That's a great. I, that's fantastic. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, I definitely need to check that out. All right. Um, what is it? We have one final question if we don't have any more, Sarah. Okay, that's all my questions. Your dad didn't get right. any, any more? So he said he didn't have any questions. I was like, well, you yeah, see them enough that you ask them the questions that you have. All right, all right. <laughs> so we ask all of our guests this one final question. Uh, what is it? What three fictional characters do you most uh, want to be and which one would you want to be the most? What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is Paul. This, this is this is Paul kind of stuff. It would have to be a movie. I I don't I don't read fiction. I'm like, it would be. I'm I prefer animated reader. characters if animated possible. Characters? If possible, oh, like a cartoon or a comic book or or oh. something along those lines. Three fictional characters. But I'll accept any fictional character. Wow. Does uh? I'm leaving after Paul. Does three does, of them? Does uh? Larry David. Yeah, for from Curb Your Enthusiasm. No, he's not fictional. No, it's Curb Your Enthusiasm persona. No, that's Larry yeah. David. That's just him. Yeah, it is just him. Uh, <laughs> he's not a fictional character. There's nothing character. fictional about that. He says in his writing, it's all the things he wishes he said to people. Yeah. But I don't believe that. I think he says them to people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's looking at me. Because I was not, I wasn't supposed to say anything. This is like <laughs> this is your time to shine. This beginning is of the podcast. This is your... This is your stuff. They didn't expect a question like this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very... Uh, we tried to throw you off. Oh, man. All right, Tim, you pick one. No. Well, pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King books? No one's inspired you that you read? No, no one from a Stephen King book. Come on. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be like the last guy living I in the virus. I, I've, been, like, world. I've been reading nonfiction for like the last two years. Because I'm, you know... So smart. Yeah. Um, I read only nonfiction. I only read nonfiction and watch documentaries. I can't yeah, wait yeah. to scream that when I'm old. <laughs> I only read nonfiction and watch documentaries. I wait for the movie. If it isn't the news, fuck it. So. I got nothing. Got nothing? I think we're crashing hard. I think we let him down. It's okay. <laughs> Can we can we just like edit this and we'll come back in a couple of days like yeah brilliant <laughs> answers and then you just like paste in our voices I'll just overdub it like yeah it's all quiet. Wiley Coyote yeah. there are any cartoon characters you represent with cartoon Ooh. characters yeah they would be fictional characters yeah, yeah that's, that's true right. yeah that's true I can't even think of the last cartoon that I watched I don't know I relate to uh, Louise from Bob's Burgers so there you go yeah. there's one all right there's one. <laughs> You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? No. I don't watch Bob Burt. It's Bob great. I think it's the, a only, good show. the only cartoon yeah. I've seen is like Rick and Morty in the last Rick and Morty. <laughs> I also relate yeah. to both Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm a Morty. I'm yeah. probably Morty. 
So, oh, that's that's a good. Who's the guy with the hat and Fat Albert? Oh, oh yeah, yeah I, I forget his name, and it's like over like his face, yeah, right? Yeah, what is his name? I like that guy. I don't know his name. He's cool. Yeah, I forget yeah, his I name. I forget his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there that we got our fictional character. So we got two. Do you have a third? No, I'll go with Morty then since I'm the Morty. All right, so we're going to go with Morty. That's fucked up. Why? No one has said Morty yet. Everyone always says Rick. I think they want to be cool. But yeah, nobody I, wants to be a Morty. But I, I, I that's why I don't. Saying. That's what I don't like about that. I recognize much more with the Morty. Morty yeah, character. I identify with the Morty. Well, the question was, who do you see yourself? Yeah, as? yeah, yeah. What do you were recognized you, with? Or, right, yeah. So Morty. I see you more as a Morty. Yeah, I'm gonna die one one day when I'm on tour. I'll be the one that gets killed. Oh. There you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> He's making that prediction. <laughs> it's gonna be really bad if that happens. I hope that does not happen. <laughs> All right, let's go with it's not going to happen. Yeah, let's go with it not happening. I don't wish death on on anyone. Yeah, anyone? No, no. There's nobody I wish death on. No, I like. I wish. I rather wish. I rather wish you to a world of inconvenience. Like your whole life is inconvenient, and you just have to go around being in inconvenient situations. That sounds way more pleasing to me than you just dying. Or you change your ways and you become. A kind of person that I would. That's even better. I like his answer too. Like them not being shitty. Now I've well, I gotta redeem myself after that little dark. I can't be. You're out of fucking. But you need people to suck too. You need people to suck because then you know who's cool. Some people and I like to hate certain people. There are certain people I just don't like them, and I like that I don't like them. I don't want that to change. I don't know. I like what I like, but it's not that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I don't wish harm on them or, like, anything. I just don't like them. Hmm. Interesting. You never just dislike somebody? You're like, I don't like your face. Immediately go to harm. You immediately goes to harm? Yeah, immediately. All right. It's unfortunate. It goes, goes, I fucking don't like this person. Fuck you. And then harm. (laughs) No, no, no. Five seconds, dude. That's literally... That's that's a real-time reenactment. I mean... (laughs) That's pretty accurate. No, I don't want them to hurt or anything. I just like want them to not be by me. Hmm. You know, like and like me forget they exist. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Like I just forget they exist, and then somebody's like, "Oh, remember that person?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't like them. I wish I went back to what I not knowing they existed." (laughs) I'm proud proud of you. Just how I feel about it. I don't know. No one needs to get hurt and me disliking you. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you haven't been a bad enough person. Oh, I definitely have. I've definitely met Donald Trump. I haven't met him personally, but I like once again would rather him to go through a series of inconvenient situations. That sounds like a super awesome time to watch him just frustrated all the time and stuff. Like anvil fall right out of the sky. That's inconvenient. <laughs> like dead. I mean, if he died, that sounds very convenient for all of this us. Is, you know, this, the podcast is gonna. FBI is arresting everybody. <laughs> I'm not saying I wish death upon him. I'm saying it would be convenient if he died for everyone everywhere. <laughs> we don't that's, our Alexa for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some that's all I'm saying. You know, like if it was to happen randomly, that would be very convenient. Next fucking yeah. Twitch getting raided. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and now the podcast is over because I'm in a black box. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks guys for coming on and you know yeah. taking the time to answer our stupid questions. Uh, what is it? Yeah, you guys have been great guests. Amazing. You guys have been amazing. Uh, amazing, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, loved it. Great time. So, uh, what is it? What are we doing next? Uh, what is it? We're probably some bullshit episodes this yeah. week. This will be released on Friday. What? Are you covering Evan? 
Oh, we're gonna do that soon. Uh, probably by the end of the month, I'm gonna try and attack the Abbott and Costello. Not just Abbott; they're a team. Right. But uh, but Abbott's from Asbury, so yeah. uh, maybe we'll do like one part. I know we can't do that because they're both together. It makes it just makes sense to do it together. Uh, but yeah, we'll eventually get to that. And uh, what is it? I know I've reached out to program about doing an interview, and uh, the pedo the pedo got caught. We're gonna have pedo got caught on soon. I can't wait to talk to those guys. They caught like twenty six pedophiles, and they're wait, from the, these guys run. You can't just end on like yeah. These guys. I was fucking. I quit. And pedophile got caught. Yeah, there's a these kids in uh, New Jersey. They run an Instagram and a TikTok where they lure uh, uh, people online who want to hook up with like people who are like fifteen or like underage people. They lure them into like a public situation identify them and then turn them over to the police they've identified 26 people yeah yeah yeah. so they're gonna be on the i think we're doing that over the phone uh yeah but they're yeah a bunch of like young kids uh from new jersey who have been doing it mostly in north jersey i think but yeah i found them on tiktok and found out they were from new jersey and reached out to them yeah yeah so we're gonna be talking to them and uh i don't know who else uh is lined up i think that's everybody right now yeah right now Okay. Everything, everyone confirmed. Everyone confirmed. Yeah, the confirmed <laughs> ones. All right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I should. Yeah. I should always have this thing up. <laughs> I have it up, and then I don't have it up. But here it is. No, it didn't. Because my fingers. <laughs> Only poses don't listen. Bye.